0: A winning edition of Inside the Nest coming to you today as we recap Kennesaw State's thrilling 24-22 victory in the home opener in front of a great crowd at Fifth Third Bank Stadium against the Wofford Terriers. Jonathan Murphy is our student-athlete spotlight guest today. We'll get to talk to the quarterback for the Owls, and then he's got an interesting answer in his Would You Rather later on here in the podcast. Brandon Sutton, Caleb O'Neill, Bryce Gobert, joining me, Nolan Alexander, here for Inside the Nest. All right, guys, I was able to exhale after that football game on Saturday. I didn't go to sleep for a while. I was still jacked up. I couldn't imagine what it would be like as a player to have that adrenaline still pumping. And then, of course, you would crash after playing four quarters of physical football. But for me, I don't think I went to bed till one o'clock. I was just reliving that ball game and how it went down and the fact that the Owls made the play to win in the fourth quarter, something this team had not been able to do over the past few games. They got it done at the very end against Wofford and literally walked off the field with a victory.
1: Yeah, it was such a fun game, Nolan. I think if you look at it, it was looking good for a little bit, and then it kind of got shaky later on in that third quarter. And then the fourth quarter, they really had to dig deep and find that winning spirit that we saw a lot from them last year. Just a really fun game to be at be able to witness in person 24 22 coming down to literally the last play so much fun to watch
2: and, and bryce i think you said the perfect phrase we can dig down deep because that's what it took from these guys on saturday they had to dig down and find an extra gear extra extra something because the ending the, the fight that we saw from these hours at the end of that ball game is outstanding and it just shows it shows we saw a lot from these guys and looking forward to next week. It's it's I'm all, I'm so excited to see what they're going to
3: be able to bring to the table this week. Absolutely, it's great to see a fourth quarter come out on our side after a few that haven't. That was beautiful. It was a great play, great, just a great ending to a game. It was a scary ending, but it was a great way to start going into Asun play.
0: What is the one big thing that you learned from Kennesaw State's 24-22 victory against Wofford?
2: Well, for me, honestly, guys, I it may not have been as apparent in this ballgame, but the two backs for Kennesaw State are going to be a problem. These guys started to get things rolling in this game. So far this year, we haven't seen a lot of the two-back action. We saw we've seen pressing Daniels, but we got to see some younger two-backs get in there and get involved early. And I think later going out, going on throughout the season, these guys are gonna start getting in a roll and start hanging things and then these dive plays, these inside uh these off-edge these off-tackle runs that we have installed for these two-backs, we're going to start seeing them more and more and more, and it's going to keep opening things up for Murphy and the
3: rest of this offense going forward. Agreed. Everything, you can look back statistically, and if a two-back is closing in or close to 100 yards rushing from the two-back position, I don't know how many, but I'm pretty sure we haven't lost. I know it's close to zero. It's one, maybe. Two-back, everything runs through them, but I learned – what we've been hoping to see and waiting to see is that the Owls can grind it out and come out victorious. They showed that they can get up quick, they can deal with the battle in between, and they can finish strong, and that's what you love to see in an Owls football team.
1: I think the thing that I learned is that this defense is legit. Two interceptions, one of them a pick six. I mean, they were kind of – all over the field covering receivers, yeah, they allowed some deep plays, but whenever you were looking at it, and overall, I think the defense really had a good game um, when they were shutting down this Wofford offense, weren't allowing them to do really much of anything uh, up until that third and fourth quarter, but even then, like I talked about earlier, they dug deep, and they found a way to get that win and seal off the game.
0: I learned that Jonathan Murphy will be inducted and to the Furman University Hall of Fame for what he did to Wofford in his career. 2019, off the bench in two and a half quarters, terrorized the Terriers, 206 yards, three tutties, set Big South quarterback playoff records, and then he comes out against Wofford in 2022, 11 of 14 passing for 107 yards, career-high 11 completions, rushed it 28 times, 138 yards, and two touchdowns. Wafford may come down whenever Murphy graduates here. They may actually hand him his diploma and escort him out of the Convocation Center. Wafford does not want to see Jonathan Murphy ever again. He has had quite the career expe- against the Terriers.
3: They said, I- hey, back to L.A., get on with it. <laughs> They don't want any part of Jonathan Murphy, man. Whenever, whenever everything's said and done, I, that
2: OC and head coach may just like you said, come down here and say, Coach Bo, had a good one, but we're glad to see him go.
0: <laughs> Owls won against Wofford. Joel Parker had a sack at the end of the ballgame as time expired as the Owls were able to hang on to victory against Wofford 24-22. Now we move ahead to A Sun Conference play against Jacksonville State. Yeah, that same Jacksonville State team that we played last year in a non-conference game. They were part of the A Sun last year with just a couple of teams. Now it's the full season of A Sun where their games count in the standings, but Jacksonville State is ineligible to win the A-Sun Championship and move on to the FCS playoffs since they're going FBS. So nothing as of recent about this series is normal. Kennesaw State has won all three games, including 31-6 to last year. Jacksonville State is retooled in 2022. We'll tell you more about it here later on in the podcast. First, though, we'll step aside for a microwave minute. When we come back, we will hear from Jonathan Murphy to get his thoughts on the win against Wofford, more about his background, why he decided to stay at KSU, and what's ahead next for the Owls. It's coming up here on Inside the Nest.
1: Meet the Owls up close and personal and engage with Owl Nation. Show your support for the black and gold and stay up to date on all of our social media platforms. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow our Twitter and Instagram at KennesawSTFB to keep up with news and score. To stay up to date on all things KSU Athletics, follow us on Twitter at KSU Owl Nation, as well as following us on our Instagram and liking our Facebook page at Kennesaw State Owls.
0: And we're excited to have Kennesaw State quarterback Jonathan Murphy join us here on Inside the Nest. Jonathan made his first start of the season in the Owls' home opener win against the Wofford Terriers. And, Jonathan, I want to start out with this. It was a game in which Kennesaw State found a way to win at the very end, something the Owls had not been able to do to start out this year. What was the vibe like in the locker room afterward? And then when this team came back on Sunday, knowing that at the very end it found a way to make a play and celebrate and dance in that post-game locker room?
4: Um, Yeah, I mean, like you just said, celebrating and dancing. Uh, it just felt good, you know, just to put that first W up in the win column. So, you know, we were all appreciative of that. But, you know, coming back on Sunday, it was just kind of a feeling of, you know, just a vibe that we know we – we got stuff to build on, you know. We got some some things to fix. And this win, you know, it's not something just to be satisfied with, but just something we come and catapult us, uh, you know. In just two, you know, weeks of just um just some straight Ws, you know that we know we got to put the work in, and we know we can get, uh, get better from this first W. So.
1: And the Owls look
0: forward to it taking on Jacksonville
4: State this weekend,
0: Jonathan. You're one of the more interesting stories going into this season because this is just my opinion, but you bucked a trend. I think we see it a lot of times in college football, where an older veteran that's not starting transfers out and looks for an opportunity to play. You decided to stay and compete this year.
4: Why did you decide to stay and return to KSU? Me, I would say like this for a lot of people who do not know. Uh, coming from the West Coast, I uh, kind of found you know made it my home here in Kennesaw. You know the guys accepted me. You know, since the first day I- I've been here in 2019 as a, you know, a 19-year-old. So uh, I ain't never really seen it fit, And you know, just me up and leaving. And I ain't never really had a co- uh, problem with, you know, just competition. And uh, like I mentioned in the post-game press conference, man, I-, I love these boys. I don't mind being able, you know, to support because I know what I can do for the team and for the squad. You know, sometimes it may be outside of, you know, me playing when I can offer leadership or just some wisdom to the younger guys. or you know, even when Shep was out there, if I could just, you know, offer a little pick-me-up for him or, you know, just have him uh, do our little bow and arrow handshake. So I know uh, my role on the team, you know, goes a little deeper. You know, my actual uh, time on the grass, even though I know I can affect the game, you know, a little bit. But I feel like it was never in my, you know, my intentions to stop and leave because I might not have been a starter, so. And that's great to hear, man. Um, just like I'm going to
2: build, uh, go back a little bit to your first uh, answer for Nolan. Just like uh, back, going back towards Saturday night, what, what were a few things that you saw in the offense that, that you were really excited about and that you and that you know you guys can keep building forward towards going forward into the season?
4: Um, Really, my big guys up front, you know, would uh, me able to tally, I think 158 net, end up totaling 130 something on the ground, and Preston had a few. And we probably left a few more big plays out there, man. They played their butts off, clearing up, uh, opening up holes, whether that been with the draw when we got into the gun or where we were sealing guys off when we were trying to get the edge. So I feel like uh, our big guys, and we've been having some guys in and out of that group, some guys rotating in spots. So I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of dudes, Trent Jackson, Terrell Paxton, you know, Zion always holds it down. And then we finally got Matt back, you know, to hold us down in the middle. I feel like, you know, a lot of guys stepped up uh you know on saturday and that uh o-line group so i'm really excited about them and you know just just being able to get that first w you know you know that feeling just building that confidence so but like those are some great things we can build on i'd like to hear it, man i'm sure all the ll are gonna love the shout out you just gave him right there
2: but uh yeah, looking, towards, <laughs> looking towards uh this weekend how what are what are you feeling like or uh What's in your head right now going into this big impactful game? First A Sun
4: game against a really good conference yeah. opponent in Jacksonville State. Yeah, so like as we know, a lot of people know we got the same three goals every year. You know, we want to try to go out and win conference every year, try to win at home and try to win the natty. So with uh this game being two of those three, you know, we we're really putting emphasis on uh every day of practice, every rep we want to try to stack a couple of days going into it because you know, we know we don't have any more bye weeks, so we're we're in the thick of it now. So we got to make, you know, every practice, every rep count. So we're just trying to, uh, you know, just be, become a little sharper, you know, just become a little more focused uh, from here on out. Hey, so. I'm sure you're going to be able to do that, man. I have
2: nothing but faith in you guys. And I'm sure Coach Jess's going to give you a few words of encouragement this week going into yes, the You know, <laughs> yes,
3: sir, you will. <laughs> all right, Murph. So with Jacksonville State coming up and you talking about two out of three goals and all that, um, what's the – kind of energy around the team? Is there a little bit of heightened energy so far
4: from what you've seen? Yeah, you kind of tell, um, you know, a lot of guys are just, you know, feeling good coming off that W and uh, you kind of got to make sure we're not, we're not just riding too high. You know, we're not, we're rocking around with the big head. You kind of make sure we kind got to get our guys uh, back grounded, you know, focus on the main goals at hand. But I feel like, you know, the energy we do have that we can take it. If we can focus it in the right area, you know, it could be great for us because we got a lot of great energy. You know, guys are feeling good about what's going on uh, right now after. You know, when you go 0-2, you know, people start to lose sight of the main goal. You know, they start to get a little shaky. But, you know, once you put that first W up, you get guys start, you know, feeling back. about in they're more confident in their role and what they're doing. So I think we could just focus, you know, that good energy that we have now into the right things. I feel like we'll be great rolling in, you know, to the next weekend, weeks after.
3: So. Yeah, man. Keep that thing rolling. And or, series, do or, um, how does kind of knowing your your spot going into the game or whatever, being a, the starter, does that change your kind of mindset leading into it? Like the day of or the day before?
4: Um, no, not really. You know, uh, I always try to be uh, prepared. You know, I was going to be the starter. I kind of learned that as a young here. you know, Coach Worley. He always kind of harped on us about that, you know. You want play away, one, one play away, one play away. You know, uh, Coach Burks, he kind of does the same thing. You know, he gets on the young guys still. You know, giving them those same nuggets. Uh, but I'm still, I'm still listening. I'm still preparing. Like, you know, it's my first day in spring of 2019. You know, trying to soak everything I can in from uh, Coach Burks. Man, he's a smart dude. Even though I'm gonna tell him that personally, but <laughs> so uh, I'm just trying to, you know, I just try to try to keep that same mindset, man. That like you still got you know you still can sharpen up you can still you know pick up nuggets here you can still learn this so still um grab this from film. so i don't really think my mindset has really changed up uh, or so or uh, so much i will say you know knowing i'm being a starter and i i'm playing more and more snaps i will say that um i have started to take care of, you know my body a little bit better i've been i'm not a big ice bath dude coming from california but you know i dabble i dabble a little bit more uh during the week so just, you know, try to keep my legs as fresh as possible for the weekend. So heck yeah, man. Sorry. Murph, kind
3: of you
1: talk you talked a little bit about kind of having that starting role and taking care of yourself a little bit. You played a little bit in that Cincinnati game. Um, what was was there any nerves going into this game knowing that you had the starting role?
4: Um I will say I was just you know you kind of get them nerves before any game whether you've been a starter because I remember in just my my first game in college it was probably like my hundred football game you know of all my career so it's nothing different but you kind of always get those nerves you always a little anxious before a game but um, I just felt like it's kind of what the opp- opportunity I've been waiting for so it's nothing to really be nervous about you just kind of just kind of want to go seize it. Uh, I mean, I was a little anxious, I will say, once I got that first long run. And I felt like I just felt like I was out there, you know, just kind of getting getting in my rhythm, getting back to myself, still kind of getting my feet underneath me. So.
1: Whenever you look at this Jacksonville State team, you've had a lot of, or the team, I should say, has had a lot of history with them. Um, what does it look like to you and what does this game mean to you going in as your first game in A-Sun play now having that one under your belt?
4: Um, like I said earlier, you know, we got the goals and all that, but I feel like this could be a, a big statement win for, you know, for our team right now, especially with the place we're in coming out and going zero to, you know, uh, a lot of the preseason stuff. We don't try to get into that, but, you know, a, a lot of the rankings might have shifted around and just and so I feel like this coming out with a win, you know, against a, a great Jacksonville State team, you know, this year, I feel like I really set the, uh, the tone for the rest of the season for us. And uh, just really catapult us into you know what we what we're usually doing you know into that into our winning culture. You know we just got to get a kick uh, kick started back up. So,
0: Jonathan, a couple more here as you get set to take on the Jacksonville State Gamecocks this weekend. We've seen a variety of formations for Kennesaw State here early in the season, and going to years past, I think we've seen all these formations in a given year. But I'm not so sure that we've seen them at this frequency early on in the season as a quarterback is that something that's maybe a little bit more difficult to balance these different formations going from shotgun more under center moving to the slot eye or is that overthinking on a fan's part
4: um i feel like a little it's a little challenging tricky more not so much which formation we're getting in it's trying to get the, you know, the rest of the guys on the, on the same page, you know, with the, with the uh, alignment, sometimes you got to give them a call here and there. You might have to get a, you know, a receiver lined up here and there and make sure, you know, he's on the ball. But I mean, we get into so many, it just looks like different formations, but you know, we kind of dress them up for people, but it's really all the same thing to us. So we really don't get too fancy. It just looks a little more fancy than it is.
0: Well, I like it. You and the Owls have done a good job of that this year. Unfortunately, we gave you all a broadcaster's jinx before the first penalty. We had gone to the Cincinnati game without a penalty and then the first half of Wofford, but laundry eventually found Kennesaw State. Jonathan, last thing here. There, there was some chatter in our group chat before this interview, trying to remember your official visit here at Kennesaw <laughs> State. Was it the Jacksonville State game?
4: Uh, yes, it was at Sanchez, man. Five overtimes. Uh, we actually. We actually intended to go into the locker room after the game but then the overtime just kept coming so we're like after the third one we're going to go down the game got to be over after the third overtime and then we end up watching the last two from the sideline so man it was it was it was a great experience you know that ov uh everybody running on the field and stuff so yeah i remember that that day like it was like it was yesterday really
0: what else do you remember about that day
4: uh, I remember my one of my former uh junior college teammates being on, on the visit with me. We had Jake Lasseter there as well. Xavier Shepard was on the visit as well, man. Everybody, man, that was that was a great day for for the for the Isles, man. Pulled in some guys on that, off that OV. Yeah, that sounds like a
0: jam-packed day for Kennesaw State. Jonathan, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck to you and KSU at Jacksonville State this Saturday, two o'clock Eastern.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you,
0: guys. With Fifth Third Momentum Banking, we're making banking a fifth third better. Cappuccino for Dave. Yep. Ah, I overdrafted? Now this coffee is $43. That's steep, even for us. With Fifth Third Momentum Banking, we've got your back, which is why we give you extra time to avoid an overdraft.
5: That's way better.
0: This is banking, a Fifth Third Better.
5: Fifth Third Extra Time gives you longer. Anytime before midnight ET on the business day after your account is overdrawn, to make a deposit that brings your available balance to at least $0. Visit 5th3.com for additional details. Fifth Third Bank and a member FDIC. Guys, what a week it was in the A-Sun. The inaugural season and the first conference game took place last week with Austin P beating EKU and what a game it was. EKU started off that game hot. They got a 20-3 lead over the Governors. But then 28 unanswered points from Austin P. And Coach Scotty Walden is leading this team to an incredible season so far. Again, go back to week one. Their only loss was to Western Kentucky, and that was because of turnovers. That seems to be the only weakness of this team so far. Are they going to turn the ball over or not? They didn't do it enough to get the loss on this one. 28 unanswered from the offense. The defense showed out as well when it needed to. Austin P. guys, they look like a legitimate threat to maybe win the A-Sun. Outside of Kennesaw State, the only other win last week was from Jacksonville State, 52 to 21 they beat nickel state and guys this isn't the same Nichols team that we're used to seeing year in and year out They're owing four to start off the year But that should not take away from what Jacksonville State has been able to accomplish so far this year They are a high-scoring high-octane rushing offense They'll put the ball on the ground and you're just gonna have to stop it an interesting schedule this upcoming week only three a Sun games Kennesaw State Jack State of course Austin P then goes to Central Arkansas, their first road game here in the A Sun, and Southern Utah goes to EKU. Austin P and Central Arkansas that will certainly be the game to highlight in the A Sun. Central Arkansas gave Semo all they could handle last time out and they did it while not rushing at all. They had less than 20 rushing yards against Semo and that's been the strength of their team for a chunk of the year. Darius Hill, the freshman of the year in the A Sun, is a legitimate weapon out of the backfield. So if they're able to weaponize him against Austin P, it ought to be a good one. But guys, a guy to look at in this one, Mike DeLillo, quarterback for Austin P. If I had to vote for Offensive Player of the Year through the first few weeks of the season, it would be him for me. 172 yards in the air, a touchdown, but mostly what he did on the ground was special against the Colonels. 15 attempts. 181 yards average 12 yards per carry along with three touchdowns he is an outstanding athlete can put the ball in the air can sling it all around the field and obviously he can scoot 181 yards against a top tier defense like EKU is nothing to sneeze at this guy is an absolute monster guys I cannot wait to see what this week holds in the A-Sun
0: thank you Mr. Griffith living that double agent life Nolan Alexander Brandon Sutton, Caleb O'Neill, and Bryce Gobert with you today. Barkley Miller could not make it because of a work conflict. So uh, we we know who pays the direct deposit. We we give them a little bit of money here to call games, but we know where most of that paycheck comes in. So we'll let them slide here for this one. But we teased it earlier in the podcast, gentlemen. This game against Jacksonville State, KSU going back to what Murphy said in his visit, that 2018-5 overtime game that has been well chronicled. These teams played in the playoffs. Kennesaw State won at Jacksonville State prior to that, 2017. Knocked off a top three seed at Jacksonville State. And then last year, it got away from Jacksonville State early. It was a game that KSU was looking to really affirm itself. In some ways, guys, it's a little bit similar this year to last year, where KSU beat Wofford, felt a little bit better about itself after having lost a Power 5 game prior to playing the Terriers and then now plays Jacksonville State. Gamecocks are top 25 last year. They had beaten Florida State. This year, they're not eligible to be ranked. They're 4-1. and Should they be eligible, they would be in the top 25 right now. They're led by Rich Rodriguez. They're gearing up for the FBS. This is going to be a tough Jack State game on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. What do you guys think about the Gamecocks this year?
1: I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, you mentioned it. We've won. The Owls have won in Kennesaw. They've won a neutral side game. They've won in Jacksonville. I think that this game, and Nolan, you described it perfectly whenever you said this is a similar situation to last year. It's going to be really fun to see how this Owls team comes out against the Gamecocks and Jacksonville. I think whenever you look at these two teams, Kennesaw State has a lot to prove in this game. Coming off this win against Wofford, 24-22, to you want to prove yourself even more and with the Jacksonville State team that you have yet to lose to, they have a great opportunity to do that.
4: And
2: records out, throwing all records out of the window, because every season, this is a new year. These teams are going to come in hungry for a win, but this Kennesaw team has a lot to prove going forward. Coming off the Wofford game, yes, they got the W, but I'm sure these coaches are going to be preaching. There's still a lot to fix. There's still a lot to work on. And that coming into this week, there's no, there's not going to be a better opportunity than against a team that hasn't been able to win against you in the past. So they're hungry for the first W, but also they, they don't, they can't uh, go anywhere at the end of the season. They can't win win the championship. So why not come through beat is beat everyone showing that you should have been able to have the opportunity, but also this is, I think this is just a target game for JSU on their calendar. Kennesaw States, that team that they've multiple times we've, somehow fallen in their path and gotten in their way and they just haven't been able to get over that hump. So I think that's what these coaches are going to be telling these players to focus on this week. Focus on getting the W against
3: Kennesaw State. Coach Bo, Coach Bo Hannon, Coach Chesnut, Coach Papel, everyone said it from since I ever showed up on campus in 2017 is that they want Kennesaw State to be circled on every person's or every team's calendar. Say this is the this is who we have to be to achieve our goals. And Kennesaw State lives, breeds practices, breeds that mentality of we want every we want everyone's best shot because we're going to give you our best shot. And that gets me excited because it's going to be a great game in Jacksonville, Alabama. Two good teams going head to head. Everybody's got something to play for. Everybody's got some fire underneath them, and it's going to be a good football game.
0: I think what will be important in this matchup, guys, is something that the coaching staff elaborated on going into the waffle game, and that is improving on third downs and improving on explosive plays. We saw a lot of progress on third downs for Kennesaw State offensively and defensively against Wofford, and we saw progression explosive plays. However, we know the Terriers were able to get back into that ballgame in the fourth quarter from what they are able to do through the air, not on the ground. They rushed for 35 yards in the day. That was it. Great job on rush defense. Pass defense had a couple interceptions, including a pick six, dynamic plays, explosive plays for KSU. Then Wofford had some in the passing game in the fourth quarter taking on Zion Webb, a familiar name for Jacksonville State fans. He was the starter in the spring season back in spring 2021, first team All-OVC. He was injured last year, so the Owls didn't see Zion Webb. Well, this year he's lighting it up under the Rich Rod offense against Nichols on the road. Say what you want about Nichols. It's a road win for Jack State. He had touchdown passes of 76 and 71 yards. He scored nine rushing touchdowns on the year. He's tops in the FCS as far as rushing scores. He is a playmaker. So for me, for the KSU defense, it's a continuation of the same talking points. Get them off the field on third down and limit those explosive plays. I mean, he had 252 yards passing on 9 of 11 completions. Efficient, a dangerous passer. I also need to keep that ball in front of them to come away with a win on Saturday.
3: Absolutely. And I think that the defense and Coach Propel can do that because on that pick six for uh, Marquith Montgomery this week, we dropped the other safety down, dropped a guy in the coverage, kind of in the middle, working that mesh area, and then had a free free runner Markeith back deep. QB didn't see it. Markeith undercuts. It takes it to the house. So I think that Coach Propel will continue to kind of, scramble the playbook, scramble the look, and try to get him out of rhythm early so that we can use that to our advantage of him not being able to really key in on exactly what we're doing. But, you know, classic defensive coordinator stuff. But I think we're going to try to start early to get something going. Yeah, Caleb, I think you're exactly right, man. So far in last week's game against Wofford, we got to see the
2: defensive line really get after the quarterback from Wofford. So I'm thinking coach Pao going into this week is going to be leaning toward uh, very heavily onto those guys saying, Hey, we're able to cause some havoc and cause some problems last week. We're definitely going to need that against Webb and the Jacksonville state offense this week, because if we can get a few guys in there on the four every few plays causing pressure, it's going to alleviate so much on the back end that those guys are going to be able to get loose, get free, be able to jump a few more routes than they usually would. And, and that's that'll just be a lights out from what we saw from those few miscues that we saw against Wofford late in the game. If we can just maintain that presence from the very beginning to the very end, these guys are going to have a great performance against Wofford.
1: Whenever you look at the offense uh, for the Owls, it, it didn't have, they only had 107 passing yards against Wofford, 221 rushing yards similar to what we've seen from this Owls team. Pretty much throughout its entire existence. Um, what is the offense gonna have to do against this Jacksonville State defense in order to find a way to break it down and get through and just keep it under constant pressure?
2: Well, going inside, Saturday is gonna mean, be just a few key things that they're gonna have to do, and that's one get the uh, get the Jacksonville State defense to fall in the line, fall into a defense that they feel comfortable in and make them want to stay in it. And then from there, just they're going to have to just rework the backfield and the slots, have everybody on the front line working together so they can alleviate and find the, the path of least resistance. As we've heard Coach Chessman say, Caleb, a thousand times, these guys are going to have to do a little bit of work and have these slots and probably a little bit of whiteout work too, all everybody working inside on the interior not uh, slots going to linebackers, wideouts going to safeties. Heck, maybe with a few switch calls, you might have a lineman trying to get out to a safety deep downfield this week. But this Jacksonville State team, they have some really good linebackers and two really good D linemen. Uh, one of their leading li- uh, linemen this week is going to be Chris Hardy. He's a guy that moves around from that nose, that nose tackle position. And it's going to take a lot out of Matt Olson, Zion Katina, and uh, Terrell Paxton inside. They're going to have to do a, a lot to keep him under control while also maintaining the movement of the linebackers that are going to be flowing side to side.
3: Yeah, Coach chestnut and Coach Bohannon always to have a few wrinkles on new blocking schemes and new uh, new guys going places they might not have gone before um, in games like this. Because there, there's always a little something, a little extra sauce they can add in there on that one. And I'm lo- looking forward to seeing it. <clears throat>
1: Caleb, with some experience playing in this matchup, what is it like going into this game week uh, as a player, just kind of preparing for it and stuff like that?
3: So first thing is that it's going to be coming from the top down that we know who this is. They know who we are. So you have to prepare for literally everything mentally, physically, emotionally to test you and try you on that field because it's going to be such a high emotional field game. Second, those guys are going to come out with their hair on fire from Jacksonville state. They're going to come out because it's been historically, we've been there. They're in the road every time we ever cross pads. So they're going to coaches are going to communicate it. Older guys are going to communicate it that, When we prepare for these guys, we've got to bring every card to the table and be ready to rock and roll with whatever comes at us.
0: We can't forget about special teams. Kennesaw State had some nice special teams moments on kickoff coverage and missed a couple of field goals, though did make one against the Terriers. Caleb, what does this special teams battle look like between the Owls and the Gamecocks?
3: So it's got me a little excited about it. So, fun fact, their punter. Jack Dawson is from Australia. I just think it's wild that there's so many Australian punters throughout college and professional football. Just wanted to throw that one out there. But he's a, uh, he's doing well. He's um, got a 40-yard average, 52-yard long punt of the year. He's he could be a problematic guy for the return team of Kennesaw because he seems to hang it up there pretty good, has some good hang time, and it might he might try to limit our uh, returns. But they blocked a punt against Murray State. So that's always something that their coaches are going to harp on is, hey, we got to be locked in because when they bring pressure, they're bringing some stinking pressure. And then they, they're averaging five yards a return. So those returners might not have the most confidence right now. So I think that'd be a good time to really attack and try to keep their average where it's at, if not lower. They've – Kicking wise field goals, they've had one blocked. And there's a guy that's 0 for two and their kicker that's four for four, Alan Karajik is four for four with a long of forty-six. So we're gonna have to keep them outside the thirty-five if if we wanna force them to punt it or have them go for it on fourth down. Then kickoffs, that Karajik guy, he's booming it. Twenty seven of thirty-three have been touchbacks with but the ones that they have returned there's been two returns one was for 45 yards so there's a there's a chance there that if they can block that thing up good they might be able to get some momentum and some points potentially from a kickoff and on their kickoff return game they've got a uh a guy named michael petway had a 71 yard return out of the two returns he's had all season so definitely gonna have to Lock in on him, get our tackles going, and vice tackle him up. But I think we have a good opportunity, and there's obviously some couple things we need to work on from this past week to really uh, be sure of our game. Because a game like this, you never know it could come down to who has ball last and who can kick it through the uprights. So it's going to be good, and I'm excited to see him play. It's this Saturday,
0: 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. You can listen to it on the KSU Owl Network via the KSU Owls app, ksuowls.com, and the TuneIn app, the Owls and the Gamecocks. Looking forward to it from Jacksonville, Alabama. One last break. Jonathan Murphy comes back to wrap up the show next on Inside the Nest. Wellstar Health System helps Kennesaw State Owls stay in the game no matter what your health goals or concerns are. Find our convenient health centers on campus. Our providers will get to know your needs and help you stay feeling your best. When you go off campus, Wellstar is there for you too. With hospitals, urgent care centers, and medical offices nearby to keep you well. Visit wellstar.org to learn more. And we're back on Inside the Nest. It is the scoreboard round. We are joined by quarterback Jonathan Murphy here. Before we find out if he can join the other KSU student-athletes to remain perfect in fact or fiction, we've got a would you rather. And for that, we turn it over to Bryce Gobert.
1: Yeah, Jonathan. All right. So I got two would you rathers for you this week. The first one is going to be kind of, I think it relates to you a little bit. Uh, Would you rather only be able to shout or only be able to whisper?
4: Uh I would say shout. I kinda I kinda talk a little low now on the regular. So I feel like if I can only whisper, nobody would ever hear what I got to say. So I'd rather shout. I know
1: Sut's the same way with that one as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have
4: to agree with you right there, man. I, I probably listen because <laughs> like hey man, you get a lot done. Just hey like, everybody listen to me. Just listen in, listen in. <laughs> yeah, I know I know for sure everybody gonna hear me if I shout. So <laughs>
1: Uh, other one I have for you here for would you rather would you rather live in a haunted house or live
4: in a desert Do I like do I have a house in the desert Yeah you have a house
1: in the desert you, oh, so yeah, would yeah. would you rather live alone in a haunted house or alone in a desert
0: alone No he's house? out in a sleeping bag with rattlesnakes and
1: coyotes <laughs> Gosh, Rice
4: No I rather I rather live in, in the desert I just get some AC. I ain't really too big on ghosts or, or or any of that. So I'd rather just, you know, live in a desert. I mean, California is technically a desert. So you want to be real.
1: That's fair. So you have some experience with it.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm used to that.
1: All righty. Now moving on. Hold, hold
0: on. Hold on, Bryce. Before we oh, get boy. there, I want to hear what Brandon and Caleb, uh, what their answer is to Haunted House or Desert.
3: The very last place I would ever live is in a haunted house. <laughs> like can't do it. I, I I'm not scared of the dark, but I'm scared of what's in the dark. So yeah, I, I'm I the last the thing I'm doing is living in a haunted house. Yeah, but yeah. you can, can make friends with, with the ghost. It's oh, absolutely not, man. I'd rather i rather not. <laughs> I watched I watched uh uh The Walking Dead at home alone by myself. The first time I ever turned it on, I turned that junk <laughs> off. And after the first time, I ain't ever watching it again. I'm not. I cannot do it, man. I'm a little scaredy cat. Man, Caleb, you're <laughs>
2: crazy, man. What? You're in a haunted house. There's so much. Who knows what can happen? Man, so many possibilities. So much fun. So much space nah, for activities.
3: I will. I will. Nah. I will never sleep. I will you never. You can play with football it. with a ghost. Yeah. and Then you. Good luck like tackling them. It's gonna be like trying to tackle Murph. <laughs> a
4: good one <laughs> I, think, I think the ghost got me I think the ghost got me
0: alright Bryce let's see if Murph can make it 4 for 4 for the football players
1: All righty. moving on to fact or fiction gonna give you two statements here one is fact one is fiction gotta determine which is which first statement I have for you is that jousting is the official sport of Maine and the second statement I have Is that in Utah, birds have the right of way on the highway? Which one is fact? Which one is fiction?
4: I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Joelston is the official sport of Maine, is is fiction. Okay. I'm gonna say the birds having the right of way in Utah is fact. All right. I agree with Murph, but I'm curious, what's your reasoning behind it? Because I don't think Jousting is anybody's official sport. That's like medieval times, man. I know Maine. <laughs> I know Maine a little a little northern behind. They might got some castles up there still, but I don't know if they jousting.
2: See, I was a, I thought that was a real issue because I mean it's Utah, man. It's not a lot going up there, going on up there. It was a birdie <laughs> highway
4: across exactly. the eighteen-wheeler. Something you never know exactly utah got mountain lions and stuff walking around all over the place so i wouldn't be surprised if bird had the right away
3: <laughs>
4: yeah man those northern
3: those northern united states man they they got some some crazy stuff no one on. know. <laughs> knows no one was up there for a little bit he's close to utah but man i'm going with i'm going with the bird the bird has a right way for sure is the fact or fiction is the fact okay locked it in Yeah, I'm with
0: you guys. The bird as the right of way in Utah sounds right to me, only because Bryce just talked about the deserts. And I feel like that was a quick hop for him to be able to talk about Utah there. And (laughs) it doesn't make sense for jousting to be official in Maine when they have the outdoors up there. They have a lot of national parks or, or great state parks up there. There's fishing you've got the harbors and portland i mean maybe like crabbing is a sport up there jousting doesn't make sense so i'm with you guys hey if this is right this is back-to-back weeks that bryce would get negative points
4: oh man bryce
1: all right y'all want to know the answer yeah absolutely the official sport of or jousting is the official sport of maryland not me. Um, so in Utah, the birds do have the right to play. So okay. again, I'll take the negative points. It, I can't, <laughs> I, I, I'm trying here. I'm trying.
0: Follow the quarterback leads to victory. Jonathan Murphy, <laughs> you got it right. The streak is alive. Bryce has sure. negative points back-to-back weeks. Murph, thanks for joining us. Looking forward to watching you in KSU this Saturday, bud.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me.